I V M. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Marbles Lost and Found. I'm Zane, and unfortunately, Avanti will not be with us just for this episode, but um, we still have something very interesting lined up for you. Um, very recently, someone in the um, very, very involved and very, very much in the, um, I'd say, the spotlight of the indie music scene recently had to take a step back from from touring and music because he needed to essentially look after himself because he just wasn't doing well. Um, he is one of the, he's one of two from uh, Parik and Singh. Nishjay Parik, Nishjay, thank you so much for joining us today, man. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm glad. I'm glad that you were that that you're willing to to chat with us about how things have been going. So, in fact, let's just jump right in. Um, what's what was the background like? What made you come to this point where you said, you know, what, I need to take a step back from touring. I needed to take a step back from music, reevaluate my relationship with my career. What kind of led to this point where you made this statement about a month or two ago? Well, I think with Anytime when there's, you know, like a seemingly uh, big decision, especially externally, um, that happens in anyone's life, it's always like a combination of, you know, many things rather than just a, like a singular motivation. Right. So for me, of course, you know, the fact that one of the, the main things in, in, in the way that I was sort of interfacing and dealing with, with live music for a long time was coming from, you know, a place of, uh, I feel... A, of course, anxiety, and but also a lack of ability to actually deal with it because, okay. you know, I've read extensively about, you know, other artists who've suffered from anxiety. You know, some, some of them have uh, managed to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, not necessarily allowed it to hamper their live performance career. Right. And there are some who've, you know, been entirely crippled by it. So I think it's such a you know, tightrope and quite a, quite a difficult prospect overall to like be expected to, you know, just deal with, uh, deal with it in a very sort of general way. Right. And also at the same time, at the same time, uh, come out of it, you know, on the other side, after you've dealt with it, still enjoy uh, the process of, of what it is that you were supposed to be enjoying in the first place. So I think the primary motivation was that I just wasn't a obviously dealing with it well enough over the years, you know, right. Yeah. Started, it wasn't something that suddenly uh, happened. It's been something that you've been dealing with for a while, right? Yeah. And it's, it was like with every, with every tour or every performance, there was always like, you know, a constant struggle to sort of get myself, you know, psyched about it or using different methods you know, um, of how to deal with anxiety over the year, whether it's meditation and, hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, visualizations and breathing techniques and yoga and, all you know, that, I've, yeah. I've gone through the smorgasbord the board of, of, of a lot of, you know, therapy right. um, of different, different sorts over mm-hmm. the uh, years. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I don't think that any of them have been ineffective. You know, a lot of them have yielded good results and a lot of them have got me through, you know, a bunch of shows and a bunch of things over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, you know, there, there came a point where, it sort of felt like exhausting, you know, it felt right. exhausting to be like even the process be, of constantly uh, having to like check in with yourself, look after yourself, do this sort of exercise or that sort of exercise just to keep yourself 
level was was yeah, yeah. and also and also I think over the years with when your constant attention was uh, on on was 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 sort of it was it it I think when a person is like battling with whether it's depression or anxiety hmm. that person for better or worse becomes quite self absorbed yeah in the sense that because he or she um feels like you know I need to address this first before I look out externally and think about you know the right. larger picture or the other people that I'm collaborating with on a particular project right um so that also becomes a bit of an bit of a crisis you know sure and there's actually something because then you yeah, the, so sorry to interrupt. There was actually something based on you know what you were talking about that I kind of want to delve into, which we we delved into in the first season where we talked to a um, uh, producer and uh, DJ from Delhi, Blot, where he um, where he talked mm. about like his own mental health um, challenges, and and I and I think I want to try and reiterate um, his point because I'm sure you might have something similar. This is to just sort of bring forward to the naysayers or people who may not know too much about this, where they say. Look at you! You're part of Parikh and Singh. You're you're one of the most successful indie bands to have come out from the country. You're doing um, international tours. You got signed to uh, an international label. You all of the success was coming your way. Why were you anxious? Mm. Like, weren't you happy with what you were doing? Like, and, and mm. I and I mm. I ask this with the cringe-worthy notion that you know there are people who may yeah. ask this question. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people close close to me. Uh, you know, very close to me, even within within like a close circle of my family and friends, uh, have asked you know have asked a question that came from that same sentiment. Mm-hmm. And I think um, what it really is is um, just a sense of a. Obviously, it's like extreme affection when you're so close to a person, you mm-hmm. want him or her to like fulfill quote unquote their best potential. Right. Uh, and I think that becomes a quite a, especially in today's day and age, you know, it's a, it's a very loaded term, you know, what is your full potential? What is, right. what is it that you're supposed to do with the tools that you have mm-hmm. and the equipment that you already have? Right. And for better or worse, you know, the same mental health that has led to all those opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, and led to all of that quote unquote success is also the same mental health which is causing sure. you know that person anxiety or depression or you know struggles. absolutely yeah so so, which, so would you say that uh, the so, so would you say that the success that you were garnering over the years in fact in some ways amplified the anxiety uh i think what happened is it's very important i think with uh there's i think based on the you know the the years of of uh, of research and so not i haven't i've been in therapy for about I would say two and a half to three years on and off. Mm-hmm. So based on all of that and uh, the, the discussions I've had with other people, you know, regarding this, I think uh, it's very important early on to sort of classify it for people for people who are dealing with anxiety to classify what it is, whether it's, uh, you know, a generalized anxiety or whether it's something specific mm-hmm. triggered from specific elements of their life because sure. generalized anxiety I think is something that's plaguing mm. a huge amount of uh, right. the, the population in the world at the moment oh, absolutely uh, for but sure. specific anxiety is, is, is what, what, what I've uh, developed what, what you were developing okay years. right so, yeah, so was it, there something to do with the touring specifically that triggered you more and more over time yeah it was it was it was it was the touring and the mm. thing is when I was younger Hmm. I would. I was always involved in, uh, you know, in performance aspect 
uh, things. Like in in school, I would I would be you know on stage debating or in a play or elocution, mm-hmm. uh, always involved you know with the stage. Right. And there was a certain pleasure that I got out of it, but I was always like uh, you know, in extremely tense okay. before, All and right. uh, I never realized till much later that oh. Uh, you know, this is a problem. This is, you know, this is not, it's not just healthy butterflies. It's not just, you know, like everyone says, oh, it's important to get a little uh, psyched before a performance. It helps your performance. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it increases your adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the years, I was like, okay, great. That means I'm, you know, getting like tons of adrenaline. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Way more. And, I'm, and, and to be honest, it was because it was a, a, a cycle of a performance for me went like, extreme uh, nervousness and anxiety leading up to it, maybe even within the first bits of it. And then it was just pure adrenaline. And you you read that as a good thing. And you read that as a good thing initially. Like, yeah, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be feeling. Yeah, I read that initially. And then it just started taking a toll on my body, you know, Mm. over the years. Right. Because it was an extremely volatile chemical reaction of just, a cortisol anxiety and then adrenaline and then again it's just like a wave right so you know it's it's like your body is producing unnecessary amounts of these uh, stress hormones these chemicals. yeah 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 absolutely yeah. so let's so let let's kind of so, delve into what you're doing for yourself now so you've t- you're taking a break from the touring life uh, wh- yeah. what are you doing for yourself now now that you said this so i have you are you just temporarily in dubai or have you moved there right now what where where are you right now as far as taking care of yourself is concerned yeah so i'm yeah i'm i'm here in uh, i'm here in dubai mm-hmm. i'm not sure whether it's it's permanent or temporary at the moment mm-hmm. well but i'm here essentially my girlfriend she's she works here and i'm also sort of uh, exploring uh, you know sort of things i can do in dubai because mm-hmm. i think I've lived in India and in Calcutta for mm-hmm. all of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, I thought that a change of environment is uh, beneficial. And it has been, honestly, so okay. far. Okay. So, you know, I'm enjoying Dubai so far. As far as my mental health and sort of working on that, it's been, I've been going to therapy. I've, you know, there's a, I've been seeing a very good therapist here. And uh, she's, again, bringing in a different sort of approach and, sort of broadening my understanding of what it is right. that's, you know, holding me back and how I can address it and right. the things that I don't need to address and the things, you know, that are just, I think a lot of part of, a big part of mental health is acceptance. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think, yeah. I think that's, in fact, that's probably the very first step, you know, because like it, it's, I think it's a very natural human reaction to, as soon as you feel an unpleasant emotion, whatever that emotion might be, your, our, our knee jerk reaction more often than not, because we're human and this is how we're taught to deal is just to try and just uh, suppress it in some way and just go, no, 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 it's okay. Screw it. I'll deal with this for right now. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. Just, just be calm. Just be calm. I'll handle yeah. it. I and, think, and then I just, think suppress yeah. it or fix it or like just fix it instantly. Like yeah, instant the, fix. The, yeah, the easy solution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the things that that and and that yeah. easy solution can manifest itself in a number of different ways. Like 
Um, I, I, that's I, that's frankly one of the reasons why um, you know a lot of people will just like turn to things like substance abuse and things like that, or you know what, pick your poison, you know whatever it is. But um, totally, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you feel that you know based on your um, your introspection and going to therapy and the exercise that you've been doing for yourself? When by exercises mm-hmm. I mean meditation mm-hmm. and general introspection. Yeah, of course. Of course um, yeah. Do you feel? Um, I, I think I want to try and address something because um, a lot of people think therapy as a potential quick fix for something mm. rather than something mm-hmm. that is potentially long term. So would you say that mm. your healing and your understanding of where your your unpleasant emotions come from has been a very gradual process mm. and you're over time learning to accept it? It's not like you can just wake up in the morning and say, hey, I accept myself completely. It's a very mm. slow and steady thing. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's- it's got to be consistent. I feel it's like, I think anybody who's suffering with mental health has mm. to realize that, uh, you know, it's like with any other part of your body physically that you want to work on. If you want to like, you know, get a six pack, it's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> you need yeah, to go into exactly. The gym, you need to work on your diet. It, it, it's probably going to take a year based on your genetics, which is also the case in mental sure. health, you know, sure. biologically that mm-hmm. people are either predisposed to certain things or they're not. Right. Um, so it might, it'll take you a really long time. And the thing is, you might never, you know, lose all the weight or get the six pack or whatever it is that you want to do physically in the yeah. gym or, you know, on, on the track or in the field. Hmm. Uh, so with mental health, it's the same, you know, it's practice, it's dedication, Absolutely. it's consistency. Yeah. And I think those are the things that I often have been very uh, lackadaisical, you know, lackadaisical about because mm. there, there have been phases where I've addressed it. I've gotten you know, better seemingly. I've gone down tours, I've gone down things, I felt good about myself, you know, my ego's been, you know, pumped up and mm-hmm. then there's been a crash and then, you know, it's been yeah. unsustainable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, like you know what you're talking about, I when when people chat with me about how to look after themselves mentally, I think it's come to a point in my life where I think it's necessary to treat the mind like just any other muscle in the body, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Some, if you want to run a marathon and you've never mm-hmm. run in your life, or in fact, you might have just recovered from a knee injury or something, you're not going to run a marathon mm-hmm. the next day, obviously. So you, mm-hmm. you take your yeah. time. If you need to do physio, you do physio. If you need to take meds for that bad knee or bad ankle or whatever the hell it is, you take meds for that. And then you just gradually start building up your stamina over mm-hmm. time. Very gradually. People train for a year, a year and a half for marathons. Why? Yeah, I've never understood this narrative of like, bus up positive socho. And you're like, bro, that doesn't fucking work. You know, it's just, I mean, like if you've broken yeah. your leg, you're not going to run tomorrow. So it's just like, it's the same principle, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, that, that again, like coming back to your earlier theory of how, you know, people who are either not suffering or not, you know, necessarily engaged with mental health in any way mm-hmm. uh, or are just you know, just managing it really well themselves without yeah. having to really think about it. I think they, it comes from two places. One is either just an ignorance of it or mm. secondly, they just, it's just like comes from a place of like deep affection because sure. they think that, oh, you know, it must be an easy thing for someone who's close to me so he or she can just get over it, you know, with right. just a little bit of mm. positivity. And I think, you know, that, that also helps, you know, you need to have at some level uh, 
a positive outlook and uh, sure. you know come into it with uh, without any opinion or judgment yeah. i think i mean yeah but that takes uh, its time i guess like it, yeah i mean it, yeah, it, that it takes, takes its time. time yeah because like it's especially if someone has been in a depressive state like i've been severely depressed before and like it's very very difficult to think of anything positive at those points in time of course uh, yeah. i mean that's that's the the biology of it right? yeah exactly i mean that's i i, I yeah I, I think I think yeah. at those points, what's most valuable is just having a good support system as well that's around you to like to help you out of it as yeah. best as they can yeah. or as best as you're able to at yeah. those points in time. And looking at right. the time, right. I think we have run out of time. And uh, Nishche, thank you so much for talking yeah. with us today, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. And um, best of luck, man. I um, I hope uh, whatever happens. You're happy whether you whether you end up back with music again or whatever it is. I mean, mm. it's it's uh, the music that you put out already has been amazing. Whether you're with music or not, let's see. But still, I'm glad that you're looking after yourself. Yeah, thanks, man. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed this conversation. Thanks. Good. I'm glad. It was a pleasure talking yeah. to you. And thank you, listeners, for listening. I am Zane from Marbles Lost and Found, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>